0: Danica is boring. (laughs) And Danica's not here tonight, so we can talk shit about her in this cold open.
1: No, Danica, if you are listening to this, I love you.
0: We love you. (laughs) Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Date Card Pod. Oh, this is so good. Um, I'm Jenna, and I'm so excited tonight because we have a guest host. uh, You guys might know him as a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fucking friend of the podcast. We talk about him all the time. Justin! Hi,
1: it's me, Justin.
0: <laughs> it's me, Justin. It's uh, me,
1: from Demi Season.
0: Yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, who? Yeah, could you
1: imagine?
0: So, oh my god. Well, so, hey, okay, so Danica's taking the week off because, um, like... Life being a, Yeah, being an adult is just, like, Rough. the worst. And, um, uh, we love her and we support her and, um... She'll be back next week. It's going to be fine. But I'm so excited that Justin's coming in um, because Justin is Danica's roommate. Yes. And we have been watching for a while now together. We definitely watched, like, all of Colton's season together. Oh. I, f- I feel like we, that was us thinking about it. You were there for, like, all of Colton's.
1: Yeah, but maybe I never- sorry,
0: all of Hannah's. I was there
1: for all of Hannah's. I I was there for a smidgen- of Colton. Of Colton. And then I think by like episode four, when he didn't jump the fence, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. I can't wait any longer. This is all I care about.
0: Literally. (laughs) God, that feels like a million years ago. I feel like a changed person. Yeah. Um, It's so weird. And then you've been watching um, Bip With Us. That's my first Bip. Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. Ooh. i'm the colton
1: of your podcast I'm, I'm a virgin when it comes to batch <laughs> and bib
0: you may be a virgin but you definitely know how to kiss better than colton and by kiss i mean commentary yeah because you have really great commentary Thanks. when we're watching this show i'm always like laughing at my fucking
1: every commentary off. starts with k
0: <laughs> see exactly this is what i'm talking about um it, uh. it sounds great and you've You've had some opinions. Um, I, So, yes. I mean, Bip is intense, and this to be your first one is kind of strange, because it's definitely been a, a coaster of a season. It's been weird.
1: I definitely have opinions on a lot of, pretty much every single cast member. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have pretty strong opinions about them. And I don't know any of them f- on their, like, own, like, home seasons, yeah. just from them being in Bip, except for, like, Hannah's John Paul people. Jones. Yeah. yeah, Hannah's people. Mm-hmm. Which... He, but spoiler alert, he has done like a complete 180 for me.
0: That is how Bip do. <laughs> That's how Bip do a bigger time. Um, Bip will just turn you around no matter whether you were hated on your season to somebody who's cool, to somebody who was loved, now a villain, or yes. some kind of weird
1: I version.
0: Like,
1: <sighs> yeah, I feel like from the beginning, like episode one of Bip to now, I feel like I have changed my opinions on, like, a good half of the remaining people that were there early on to mm-hmm. now. I'm just like, oh, I like you now, or I'm like, I want you off my TV screen. Right.
0: I think that's what's alluring about the show versus the others, um, the other shows, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, because you do see so much personality and, like, character growth, um, or the opposite of growth, but, right. you know, something happening, and they can kind of keep you more engaged than... A character that just kind of like stays the same right because
1: like when watching Bachelorette just like Hannah like she was mainly the only person I was like rooting for and mm-hmm. caring about and then I would just be like well I kind of like this guy so I guess I'll root for him where on Bip I'm just like oh there's maybe I'm either rooting for like five people depending on like what's going on or I'm rooting for zero people Seriously. so it's like uh there's some whiplash going on definitely
0: and it's so tightly packed in and you just like, you have no idea really what's going on and when that happened, how long they've been there. The, the producers truly want to fuck with us. Um, yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> and I feel like especially for this season, because I feel like, I don't know if it's just the contestants um, becoming like a little incestuous and mm-hmm. they all like know each other and they all, they're, I feel like. The contestants on... I don't know if it's just this season it's of
0: this season. It's like, okay. Yeah.
1: They're just so interconnected. And I don't know if I like that or if I don't like that. Because this is the only Bip I've ever watched. Yeah.
0: I think so. as somebody who's watched it for a long time, I it used to be less like this. And that was great as well. And I guess you would probably have more authentic experiences mm-hmm. but i think the society or society i don't know passion nation society <laughs> everyone <laughs> as like fanatics who follow all these people on instagram and all these things we want them to have these outside of the show relationships and mm-hmm. ways and interactions and like commenting on each other's posts and what have you this is like we we asked for this i feel like when people are kind of like oh, I don't like how it's all been, you know, everything's just so about money and getting Instagram followers. I'm like, we've created this monster. Mm -hmm. You have to admit that. So why are you so mad? I mean, you can be mad, I guess, but like I'm a realist at least and think that, oh, well, this is what (laughs) I I helped create this.
1: Yeah, because I think it definitely adds like an interesting flavor. Because again, like Mm -hmm. watching Bachelorette, I feel like none of those guys knew each other. (laughs) They don't.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like none of
1: the guys know each other, so they are forming opinions about each other just on their own season. And then same thing with Hannah. Like, Hannah didn't know any of the guys mm-hmm. until they came on the mm-hmm. show. So it's like, a. I feel like Bachelor and Bachelorette is like a lot of like, oh, first impressions and like how can like that change a relationship and help you form and build. Mm-hmm. And like what draws you into a person? Where I feel like specifically this season of BIP, it's like... I know everything about this person that's Mm -hmm. walking down those stairs. So therefore, my decision's already informed. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit about them. I'm not going to try to pursue them. Or like, I'm so excited this dumb twink walked (sighs) down these steps. With their deep voice, they're gonna get my rose if I can get them to kiss me. Oh like that's
0: he, so true. Are you talking about Connor? Yes, okay. I am. He's
1: probably classified as a twonk, but like I gotta call him a twink.
0: That's that's fair because I did know what you were talking about just based on that description, which is pretty amazing. Um the thing is I think normally that's something that has made Bip even even on previous seasons when it wasn't as incestuous, it's also made it more successful show to find love because people can know you more. Like, the contestants can know each other more. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like they can kind of know who they want to, you know, pursue and, like, have a better chance at actually leaving it, you know, finding love. Plus, you get more time with each other. It's a more, you know, casual setting. They, they're not, like, making it Survivor and there's, like, games involved, although that would be... Oh, God. Intense. Um, <laughs> but that's why Bachelor Pad didn't work out. It yeah. It used to be a different show. Okay. Um, so, I mean, but this season, I don't even know if anyone's really in love. I don't feel it with anybody other than Christian and Demi.
1: Okay. I uh, So, like, because when I, uh, like, am watching the show and I'm like okay time to think about this critically and like who am i gonna root for i love that we're doing this
0: <laughs> think about this critically, this critically. yeah <laughs> instead of doing like anything else with our brains
1: yeah instead of like watching the show and like vegging out and just like seeing how many cheeto puffs i can like slam in this like two hour <laughs> marathon um i don't even consider christian and demi to yeah. be like a couple that I need to like root for, or mm-hmm. I need to like pay attention to, mm-hmm. like when they're on, the, when they have their time, I'm, I'm blessed.
0: Oh, I mean, sorry. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes, when they're on the screen where we are joy yes. full of light, it's fine. Yes.
1: speaking of yesterday's episode yes. when Demi and Christian had their talk, can we just talk about how like beautifully like framed that was? They didn't like go to some place where they were gonna like drag sand all over the place. They sat on those steps. I feel like I was worried about Christian's
0: outfit getting catching on fire though with all those candles. The candles around? It mm. was
1: so beautifully like framed. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The- so, like, love them, but I don't really, like, I'm not really rooting for them, because, like, they better, obviously, make it to the very end, mm-hmm. otherwise my little queer heart's gonna break in half.
0: But, Devastated.
1: Yeah, so, like, when they're on, I'm like, I love it, I love both of you, I love, like, women loving women. Like, I, this love is, love. Yeah, I, I love love. Yeah,
0: I love love. Love wins. <laughs>
1: yeah. I am the love witch, and I love love. And hashtag, it gets better, and it only took us how many seasons a bit for it to get better?
0: And and I don't even know if this is better, because everyone still hates them. Uh, No, I mean, anyway, people are getting, people are fucking getting over it. Anyway. Well, maybe
1: you you should eat some bread, and maybe you'll calm down people who don't like Christian Wow,
0: okay, called out. Yeah. I like that was, like, a weird attack to me for some reason, but no. No. I should eat some bread. I always eat bread. Okay, we should talk about this. This fucking episode. Well, this week rather. Yes. Because um, there was fucking two episodes, four hours of the show. I am so tired. I cannot wait until it's like the a finale gauntlet. next week. Is I am exhausted. People ask me outside of this, they're like, "How are you doing, Jen? I'm like, "Don't talk to me right now." I can't. I Listen do to much my of, podcast. Yeah, I can't talk yeah That's where it. you'll feel how I feel. Listen to my fucking <laughs> podcast, because then, then you'll know what's really going on in my life. Because I am. Obs- I'm consumed. Um Yeah. Well, okay, so the first episode Justin and I both realized we didn't take notes on that one because I feel like it was kinda of bland. It was I feel like they
1: were like leaning Angela's walking down the steps to be like, oh my god. But by the way, she walked down that like wedding strip, like yeah. we all saw it coming. I feel like and I feel like that entrance was more dramatic than yeah. her actually coming to paradise.
0: Who would have fucking thought that that would have been the more dramatic aspect? Yeah.
1: Yeah, just her like Shane
0: Everyone's like, "Oh, okay, interesting." Clay like freaks out a little bit, but he he saves his freakouts more for like last night's episode.
1: But uh, yeah, so just, Monday's like, episode, and- I was definitely like siding with Clay, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I think it's kind of weird that like Angela is here mm-hmm. based on like the time frame of them like just seeing each other at the wedding, and now she's here, and I'm like, this is kind of weird, and how like." um I don't know what word I'm trying to find, but like how she was acting on the date, like how, about how good she has been and how moved on she is, like Uh,
0: forefront with that
1: with Mike kind of fell off.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It was weird. I mean, I felt like it was one of the more unhealthy things I've seen in a long time on the show. And that is literally saying something because Mike asks her how she feels about Clay being down here and she's like, well if he can be moved on and he can be down here dating other people, then I don't see why I can't be moved, I can't have already moved on. And like, it's, she's saying two different things here. I think what she wants to say is, I don't see why I can't have the opportunity to also get paid and be on this beach and be dating, which is totally fine. Like, that's fair. But what she she said to Mike at that moment was, I don't see why I can't be like already moved on as well. It's like, that's not how moving on works. Yes. Like, you can't just see somebody else who has moved on and be like, Oh, that means I moved on. It's like, no. I mean, sure, maybe. If you have. If you haven't, then right. you haven't. <laughs> like, I
1: feel like based on their behavior that they've exhibited, yeah, throughout um this week, I feel like Angela has moved on more than Clay. In
0: a weird way. In a true. weird way. Yeah, despite her being, quote-unquote, very upset by it. Yes. I think they're probably more... I think they've moved on in the sense that they don't want to date each other, each other. anymore. They just have a lot of... Anger still, and that's fair. It hasn't been very long, you now know?
1: No, they've, what, three months? Yeah,
0: that's not long They've been ago.
1: separated, and this is their, like, if you count the wedding, yeah. this is their, like, second major, like, get-together. Yeah. Which I feel like, oh, honey. that's hard. Yeah, that's hard, so, like...
0: But, yeah, neither of them are really handling it great. Everyone's like, ooh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Nicole's obviously handling it the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she's being a wretched woman
1: danica and i looked up nicole's star chart i don't know how much you care about this or how much your listeners care about this they probably
0: care a lot but but
1: i am deep into (laughs) astrology because i am a quadruple leo like five of my placements are in leo including my like sun moon and rising so like the way nicole has been acting i'm like she's A fucking Leo. Like, I'm feeling this, like, (laughs) strongly from her. And Danica, like, to give you some Danica commentary, because she's not here if you miss her. Danica was like, for sure, she's like her Venus or something. Something about her is a Leo. So I had to look it up. And her moon sign is in Leo.
0: Oh. So I was like,
1: fuck. Because the way Nicole's acting, I don't agree with it. But I enjoy it. And I can understand it. (laughs) And And I'm like, yeah. Like, one of my notes was... Nicole's Angela walk Was it bad Or was it sad Because I don't think It was good But I enjoyed it Because <laughs> so I was like I would do the same thing I would make fun of My boyfriend's Ex-girlfriend's walk Hell
0: yeah In front of her basically In front of her uh, In front
1: of God And Angela And Tasha.
0: And those crabs Those <laughs> fucking poor crabs They've seen so much Um, Crap support team I can't Um. So that's amazing that you That you guessed that she was a Leo That makes sense I mean she's doing whatever She does what a lot of young women do I'm not saying Nicole's a monster But it's just It's immature and it's not It's not becoming of her
1: I'm only like a couple months older than her (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because
1: she was born 1992
0: (laughs) Oh my god that feels so weird Yeah
1: so it's like that's wild yeah because it's, it's like I feel like it's she's really not wild. that
0: young no and apparently she's a mature person who's a writer Danica always likes to bring that up she can't believe that she's a writer and Danica's a writer and oh my god anyway but it she just she's she hates Angela she's like don't mess with my man she takes Nicole she she takes Angela aside and like basically tells her, it was weird. We thought maybe she might go, like, really intense with it and be like, do not talk to my man yes. ever.
1: I was so nervous mm-hmm. because I was like, I know what Nicole could do. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like she could have pulled Angela aside and been like, I think you're disgusting for being here. Um, I don't want to see you around Clay because he's my man. And I'd be like, stop cleaning ownership over people. Seriously. Like, I'm very over that. But, like. I mean, I definitely think she could have handled it better. Like, I wish they could have come together as women
0: mm-hmm.
1: who are, you know, basically involved with the same man.
0: But I say it was a close attempt. And it was yes. uh, pretty close because Angela, sorry, Nicole was mostly like, honestly, I want you to find happiness. Like, do you? But just like, just know that me and Claire are together and like, yes, don't bother us. So I was like, okay, whatever. But they both agreed like, okay, yeah, no, we don't want to mess with each other. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Not bad, but we'd know that, like, Nicole is obviously still talking shit about her.
1: Yes. Which, honestly, I love. I have no feelings towards Angela.
0: True. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think
1: her hair is nice.
0: Yeah. She was a nobody on whatever season she was on, even. <laughs> Fuck me, I don't remember. Um, Ari's or Colton's? Oof. Maybe Nick's? It doesn't matter. Um, she, she was clearly a nobody, because I don't really remember her, other than her time on BIP. Um... Last season, mm-hmm. which was a little dramatic. Um, anyway, but yep. she's she's like a football's daughter, football coach's daughter, so she's like super privileged and rich. She's gonna be fine, okay, guys. She'll be fine.
1: Yes, which, if we wanna keep talking about this, that yesterday's confrontation between Clay and Angela completely changed my opinions Oh yeah, let's just
0: get out of it, yeah Yes,
1: because like, her being like a football coach's daughter, and like Clay trying to like, get into like the whole like, Mm -hmm. mainstream football thing and him having like his weird thing boiling down to, in my opinion two things, one, you don't care about the things that like, I like to do my like, hobbies which is going to the gym for four hours (laughs) I'm sorry. No one should have to do that.
0: It's not a hobby. It's not a Date hobby.
1: another footballer then, Clay.
0: Please. So like
1: that. And then his other thing, which was like, I don't want to support you.
0: Which is what he said. I mean, that's insane. It's so fucking weird. But these are the things that he's like, this made you an unattractive to partner to me. to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to dump you because you want to have a family with me and you don't want to work out four hours a day.
1: Yeah, I don't think, it, like, wow. didn't he say, like, she wasn't ambitious enough in yeah. her life?
0: her ambitions were to be a mother and um, a wife, and that wasn't ambitious enough for him, and she's like, mm, okay, that's weird, because, like, two days before you broke up with me, you were like, I wonder what our children would look, look. like. It's like, come on, Clay.
1: Yeah, so, like, I feel like up until that conversation, I feel like Clay was very respectful about Angela, mm. what happened with him and Angela, especially during that, like, mini-confrontation. Annalise, like, went, like, hysterical over and was, like, crying about how Angela has not recovered. And Clay was like, I think you're just misinformed. Like, I feel like, in that moment, I was like, wow, I can can actually see Clay being a respectful man. And then in this situation, I was like, fuck you, Clay. Like, what? How are you? Like, I feel like your reasons for breaking up with her make no sense to me. And I feel like This is the first time Angela has heard those reasons. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you shouldn't break up with someone.
0: To be that specific, I think the reasons she probably heard were more vague of like, you're not my person as much as I love you, you're not my person, and I'm looking for a serious this, this, and this. And then for her to him to be like, actually, I'm not looking for a serious relationship because I don't want a mother and a wife right now is like, wait, excuse me? Here's
1: actually the reasons why I broke up with you. Like, I feel like if you just said those in the first place, they could have worked
0: I mean, God bless fucking Mike, and then he would have all his talks to the fucking, the cameraman, and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Clay is nice, as a wonderful man as he is, he left the door open too much. You have to just tell people that you're breaking up with them, otherwise they're gonna, like, think like this. And it's like, yes, Mike, thank you so much for being the voice of reason.
1: Yes, and you need to, like, give specific reasons about, like, what's holding back the relationship... For, for you like in your way yeah well so that, one
0: would wager that he did it because he wanted he wanted to go on BIP and he he wasn't accepted into whatever football team he was trying to be out, get on and he knew that his most viable option for like money and more t- fame is to go on to BIP I think he and then he just broke up with her slash if you could just break up with somebody in order to go on to a show I think you probably just weren't even really that interested in them in the first place
1: yes like I feel like Somewhere down the line, Clay was like,
0: oops. Yeah, I did oopsy oopsie. I got in a relationship. This relationship
1: is too deep for me. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how to get out of it. And I feel like he may have, like, especially that comment about, like, I wonder what our future children might look like. I feel like he was just saying yes. things to, like, appease Angela and be like, well, I guess this is my life now. And then when maybe, I don't know if he was, like, approached to go on bit yeah. or, like, if he, like... Then maybe he was like, This is my way out, because yeah. this is not a relationship I see myself. Again,
0: in. men being dumb, y'all
1: Step listeners
0: listeners of the podcast will know that Dan and I have been talking about this for a while. Like, it's not necessarily that even that action was the most worst thing ever. But he just <laughs> needs to be more upfront because he could have saved himself so much more trouble if he had just been like I'm sorry, but we are breaking up. And, like, it's uh, it's over. Instead of so leaving it in kind of weird way. Yes. You know, if Jed had just also done the same thing. Oh, like, my God. All these men <laughs> had just been honest with these people about the thing, the women in their lives would be a lot more like, okay, thank you. I mean, that sucks. I'm mad. But, like, let's move on or let's stay together or let's do anything. And it's just such a sign of immaturity to think yes. that you need to tell somebody what you they they, what you need to hear. hear, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: like I feel like Clay really needed to grow, right. in regards to like emotional intelligence. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it doesn't make him a monster, it just is like uh, another great example <laughs> of how honesty is the best policy um, in this case, um, no matter what. You know? Yeah,
1: because I feel like. Up until that moment, I liked Clay. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't want like one action to like completely color a person. Oh,
0: come on. That's what this fucking show is all about. <laughs> ah!
1: Okay. Well, I want to be that unproblematic person. No, I mean,
0: we all, I know we all want that, <laughs> but it's like.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure Clay's a great guy in all in all and his like horrible treatment of That's his like breakup to... with yeah. Angela that doesn't.
0: They're all fine people. They're not, like yeah. said, they're not all, none of them are monsters. They're just He'll... bad people. People I wouldn't want to date.
1: Yeah, I feel because like I out of all the members of Bip, he will come out of it just fine. Yeah. Like, he's no fucking Blake.
0: Oh my god, Blake Like, Well we'll talk about Blake for a second. Um, on this <sighs> episode he just moped around a bunch. Um there was one point when uh JPJ is talking to uh, <laughs> Haley and Blake's just literally standing behind them.
1: Oh, my God. And, like,
0: maybe about, like, six feet. And he's just, like, holding a drink and just, like, kind of crossing his arms, looking back and forth. Just, like, not even at JPJ and the drama that's happening. Just kind of looking around like he's a fucking bouncer to a club. And it is the best thing I've ever seen. I, I feel just- he spent
1: all of his time and energy on regrowing his toenail. <laughs> And that's the relationship he's been trying to cultivate on Paradise. He's, 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 if he had a rose and he could give it to his toenail that he lost, he would.
0: Oh, buddy. I do feel you on that one. Um, God, it must be so painful with all the sand. Uh, that's probably why he wears those dumbass shoes. They're like the only shoes that like are covered, like cover his yeah. toes. Um, so he's just like super sad. There's a bunch of like moments of him just like moping around and like sad music's playing. And he's like, I should, maybe I shouldn't be here. And we're like, yeah. Maybe you shouldn't yes. be here. He
1: should have left a long time ago. I'm like sick of him like moping around on the beach and like Mad World playing like in the background. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny and I think it's kind of sad that oh. he's still here. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Oh, buddy. Oh. So, uh, in mention of that, I brought. I we are talking now about um, JPJ and the Derek issue. Oh my God. Um,
1: it, I think it's so multifaceted. It
0: really is. There's so many layers to it. Actually, this is something I think our listeners have been wanting us to talk about because last week when we didn't record an episode, I recorded like a small little thing saying we're not going to be here this week, but if you want to like DM me on the Instagram to like discuss the like episode, oh nice. like I would be willing to do that. And I actually talked to a couple of people. It was really sweet. Love you guys. Good fans. Um, And a lot of people wanted to really hear what our opinions were on the... The JP Day versus Derek dilemma. And, uh, I mean, I have not been quiet about my my disdain for Derek in the sense that, again, I do not think he's a monster by any means, but I think he is uh, just as bad as the rest of them in the sense that he's... I think he's probably a fuckboy at the... the maximum. He's a fuckboy who's being... The maximum. At the minimum, <laughs> I think he is a... He's... I see a lot of these kinds of men in Portland and, like, other places that are are smart and also generally kind. Like, they're not, like, total assholes. Um, mm-hmm. But that they are still kind of manipulative and have a lot of toxic masculinity in their hearts and souls, but they are smart enough to know the languages and the ways to interact within this, like, newfound, like, woke feminist communities. Because he does. He, in fact, does know the right language to use. He knows how to, to make it work to his advantage. And I think it's, like, white knighting. I think he's just trying to be, like, this... He is just smart, and I don't believe that it's actually how he really is. 100% because, genuine. yeah, because like he's been shitty to his exes. Mm-hmm. I have a post on the Instagram you can check about it. Like he's posted a nasty photo about like Taylor, his ex, and like he deleted it, of course, because he got fucking called out for his shit. Um, and so and also I'm one to believe when another contestant comes to a contestant and says like. Off camera, you were telling me about this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I am really apt to believe those moments out of almost anything of this fucking show because people do talk more candidly off camera. Oh, and for sure. And I believe that Derek probably did talk about the fact that you can easily fuck fans and other like minor like Instagram influencers based purely on your status as a Bachelor yeah. or a contestant.
1: I'm done with the rise of the influencer class. <laughs> like, let's. But one thing that really stood out to me was on yesterday's episode, again, John Paul Jones and Derek were fighting about the things that Derek had allegedly said to John in confidence. And when JPJ brought that up, Derek was like, I didn't say that. I said that and, but I wouldn't do that.
0: Yes. That's key.
1: But previous... During the previous fight, he was like, Mm -hmm. I never said that. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're putting words in my mouth. Mm -hmm. He's like, I would never say something like that. And then he says, I did say that, but in this way. So I feel like... So exactly. So it's like, first, again, like, maybe that's not the exact, like, meaning behind what that quote is. For sure. But first, you completely denied it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, actually like you're leaving out like a whole quote. So still like that kind of thing made me be like, dude, you could have just said that from the beginning right be like, yeah, I was talking about that, but not in that way.
0: Yeah, you took it out of context. you, you took, took it,
1: out it out of context it, yeah. but to just deny it flat out it's not like it doesn't paint Derek in a good light like I don't know where the internet stands on this stance of like soft boys.
0: Oh yeah anymore
1: but like mm-hmm. multiple times on this season Derek has been like, I'm a nice guy. And women, just, they don't end up choosing me. They say, you're such a nice guy, but I'm choosing someone else. And whenever a guy says that and gets, like, mopey about it, like, a huge, like, Kill Bill siren goes off <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> because you hear that all the time from people, like, from men, being like, I'm the nice guy, and that's why you should date me. And part of me wants to be like, how much of this, like, is performative that's for insane. you, Derek?
0: Performative is the word I was looking for. Thank you, God. I love this conversation so much. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yes, I think. And softboy is a interesting tone of word. I, I would probably use it as well also, I'm not. I, I definitely don't, really don't think Eric Derek is this, but it is reminiscent of, of. An Incel yes. aspect mentality a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I can, I can easily see Derek having a conversation where. I'm now I'm conflating both of them I'm in is a, a strong word to use I don't think that Derek is that type of person per se but I can see Derek having a conversation where he'd be like well not all men you know and it's like no no one's no one's saying like yeah Shh, you know because he is the kind of like well I'm the nice guy why is it yeah
1: he you, took like a feminist yeah. course in college to pick up women
0: saying it's like so that's how
1: obvious that's how he's again I've only ever like consumed Derek through <laughs> bit.
0: Yeah, this season. Yeah,
1: through this season. I haven't seen him on, like, the season he originally was on, like, of Bachelorette. I don't interact with him on Instagram or, like, Twitter. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really, like, this is all I'm seeing of him, and this is my takeaway from it.
0: Oh, yeah. He only got woke when he met this woman on the pre- at a previous season of Bip. And her name is Taylor, and she's a counselor. And she is probably one of the more, I would say, like, accurately woke members of Bachelor Nation. Um, She has (laughs) her faults as well, but, like, she has always been genuinely, like, her whole story plot during her season was, like, she actually used the the words uh, emotional intelligence to somebody. And she's like, I don't think you have a lot of emotional intelligence. And the person who she said it to thought she was saying that she was dumb, and they turned this whole thing. She's like, no, I'm not saying you're dumb. I'm saying your emotional intelligence is, Mm -hmm. like, lacking. Anyway, it was an amazing story arc because it was just so fucked up. Um, So when he got with her and he got engaged to that woman, I think that was when I saw Derek go completely into this new realm of, like... Wokeness and all this stuff and like good for him like honestly i'm sure he's learned some things and i'm sure he's like quote unquote a better guy because of it
1: yeah i but feel like he just hasn't completed it like i feel like sure. he's dipping his toes into it like he's learned some stuff and then he's repeating some stuff and but, he's he's he, it, and he's but he's getting praised really for like, it but he hasn't really like meditated on Yet. it no. he hasn't taken the stuff he's learned and turned it onto himself <laughs> like inwardly yeah. he's just taking the stuff he's learned and turned and put it out like externally yes. and putting it towards other people. Wow. And I feel like when you really grow as a person, <sighs> like you have to take the things you learn and, you know, take that lens and mm-hmm. shine it on yourself and be like, okay, where are yeah. like aspects of my life that I have, like, fallen short on. Like, where can I improve on? Case
0: important is, like, why am I not always picked, yeah, you know, exactly. by women that I'm I like? I'm just
1: a nice guy, and yeah. people should pick me, but people don't. I'm it's a like, nice guy. There's probably
0: something about you that you need to work on, and, and I think smart women are getting a spidey sense that something is not right with you, Derek, so, like, maybe that's
1: it. Yeah, because Ch- Tasha <sighs> like, going to Derek after being, like, I'm going to stick JPJ on some fresh meat so I can go test Derek out. And then afterwards being like, I don't see me getting there with you was so bizarre to me. I
0: mean, it really is. I felt like I
1: was watching, like, not Bip, but some, like, reenactment, like, (laughs) parody show of Bip.
0: Like, this is not how it's supposed to go. Yeah,
1: I was like, you're supposed to be, like... Fuck you, John Paul Jones. I'm picking Derek.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But she didn't, and that's like, that was completely weird to me. And then for Derek to be like, "Well, fuck this. I'm going home," when Blake has stayed the
0: entire time I mean, come after on now. the
1: mess Blake has made. But I Blake, mean, I'll
0: give Derek credit in that sense. He has enough fucking social or a self awareness, I guess. You know, to, to realize yeah. that he needs to go home.
1: But it was just so bizarre. And then immediately, Tisha being like maybe I should go home. I was like y'all are making this so messy. So messy. But anyways, I don't have a side. I don't like John Paul Jones. Here's the thing. I don't John hate... Paul
0: Jones has been a fucking douche nozzle, and he is
1: so hardcore. And he's
0: I mean the reasons that he is the reasons in which that he is actually bringing all this up is because of Tasha, and is not, that's not good. Like he, he can be he can be mad good. about Derek maybe being um, disingenuous, but like. Yeah, I mean, Derek made a lot of good points. Let Taysha make her own mind up, buddy. Uh-huh. You know?
1: <laughs> and then, like, I feel like when you're feeling these things about a person, and case in point, like, John Paul Jones is feeling a way about Taysha and feeling a way about how, how good Derek would be for Taysha. Mm-hmm. Talk to Taysha about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. John never did that. John never was like, hey, like, can I be, like, her confidant? confidant.
0: I really care about you and I yeah, feel like we should I really, have this conversation. Yeah
1: I really care about you like I don't want to paint Derek in any sort of way but here's some things that he has said around me that make me nervous. Obviously I have a personal stake in this because I'm really into you so like that's obviously coloring Which is what happens
0: a lot on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, is that people will take the lead aside and have these conversations. And they'll do it from that standpoint of, like, I really care about you. I just want to let you know. Um, It doesn't always work out to their, you know, advantage because it's just, like, extra drama. But sometimes it does. It worked for
1: Jed uh, when it came to Luke.
0: Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah,
1: because when Jed pulled Hannah aside and was like, we're in this beautiful area of Greece, but I'm upset because Luke is still here and that reflects on me. like uh, I yeah. it really doesn't. but like he like I hate Jed. yeah, but I feel like what he did he may not have done it in the best way, but I feel like what he did was a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. agree Ultimately, with the, yeah, ultimately yeah. it was a good decision he made. The things he said weren't smart. Uh-huh. And John Paul Jones could have easily have done that with Tasha and like pulled her aside and then like, I, like, I'm really confused. Like, you told me to do this. I did it to, pe- uh, like, please you, to show you that, like, I'm willing to, like, consider other women. Oh. And then even after doing so, like, my compass still points to you. It's so, like, there you go. Like, I checked it out. I tested the waters. But I still feel like I have a stronger connection with you. And then Tasha could have been like. Great, while you were doing that, I tested the letters of Derek, blah, 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 blah. And then John Paul Jones would be like, okay, I have some opinions about that.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that would have literally, that's, I feel like they're both just kind of emotionally uh, immature. Even Taisha. Like, I feel like Especially she's. Especially Taisha. Like, she didn't have that conversation. I John. loved hmm.
1: Taisha because I thought she was so right. amazing from what I saw of her on Colton season because I wasn't in it until the very end. Right. But I thought she was so, like, <sighs> smart and like so many different facets of smart and even earlier on Bip I thought some of the ways Uh she was like consoling other people and how she was acting to the whole Blake situation and certain things that were going on I felt like Tayshia was really like smart about like Mm -hmm. what she was doing and then all of the sudden Christian showed up Demi was like sorry Derek I'm sticking with my girlfriend and then Tayshia was like I'm blinded by John Krasinski and <laughs> I mean, his sandy fair. beach dick, apparently. Ah! Like, <laughs> Ew. like, I don't know. She Like, that that hit her more than Romeo quotes revved uh. her, apparently. I thought it was confusing. I mean,
0: let's be fair to Tasha, <laughs> JPJ is like somebody you fuck at a club when you're shit-faced, and he's, like, being silly, and you're like, okay, I'll take this weird man home. But, like, he doesn't know where the clit is. Derek probably knows he where the clit is. He doesn't know where
1: he
0: is. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't know where he is. He's not gonna know where your clit is. Like, she knows that. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was touching your leg when they were kissing at one point. It was just, like, so mechanical and weird. I'm he's... like, has he ever even had sex? I don't even know. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, so I think she just, like, she was hedging her bets for the more successful... Outcome of Bip and yes, I'll give her credit if she ultimately tried to do it that way and then realized she just really didn't have that feeling with Derek. At least she let him go. That's that is yes. the more mature thing to do. I'll give her that.
1: That that was
0: mature, but, but her
1: treatment of John Paul Jones, in my opinion, wasn't especially <laughs> yeah. mature because she could have super easily have been like, Everything I want you changed. exactly, I want you to test the waters because. I, uh, now, with the developments happening on Paradise, like, I kind of want to test things out with Derek, mm-hmm. because, like, I'm drawn to him. It's true. I she can does, see...
0: She totally lied. She didn't even... Right? I mean, she didn't lie, but she, yeah, she admitted she
1: that. She withholds specific, like, reasons yeah. to John Paul Jones, which, I mean, like, he's not the shiniest fairy light on the beach, <laughs>
0: a good
1: way of saying that. <laughs> like, so maybe if she'd done that, it probably wouldn't. He probably wouldn't have reacted well because it's John Paul True. Jones. But like, at least yeah. that would have allowed me to like respect her decision making a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she played him. He's easily played. That's so weird. He
0: he cried. Well, here's the thing. I will. I'll relate to Tish in one other way. Is that I think I see myself in her in the ability of um. I'm like an intense empath and caretaker. And I see that in every interaction she has with a man. Um, not women for some reason. She's a little weird with women. I think she has a little bit of a pick-me, um, pick-me-cis kind of uh, vibe. And um, she just, like, wants to be better than most women. Um, but she, when she talks to men, she just completely takes on their emotions and is, like, completely, like, lays herself at their feet of, like, how can I make you oh feel God, better? I'll
1: wash his feet with my hair.
0: Exactly. Amazing. And I <laughs> I am that person with uh, any gender. But I, so I, I I see that and it's like, oh, I feel it. But just try to make your own decisions, Deja. Yeah. Anyway, she eventually goes back to JPJ. A after Derek, After Derek leaves. And we're like, fucking go, dude. You're not going to be the next Bachelor. It's not going to happen, damn it. I'm not gonna allow it. I'll go and fucking beat up Chris Harrison if I asked to, ah! and I could. Um.
1: I would have if I was Taisha. If I could have, in that moment, like astral projected and possessed her, <laughs> I gladly would have. In that situation, I would have given my rose to fucking Mike. Oh yeah, it's
0: so pick f- Mike. Pick Mike. Don't please. pick
1: John Paul Jones because he seems unhinged. I feel like he cannot. He cannot handle hardships very well like he can't like no like i would have picked mike and then like i'm picking you because like i feel like maybe there could be something here
0: yeah would have been. i don't care just keep him here just keep him around i can't with you
1: and i'm not saying that just because i love mike and to mm-hmm. be danica's mouthpiece yes i like would again. suck on his teeth <laughs> um <laughs> your listeners need that every, every every pod they need to hear that danica would suck on mike's teeth <laughs>
0: It's the, it's, it's... Gospel our, truth. Yeah, it's our mascot now. Yes. Um, Mike's teeth.
1: We need to make a shirt of, like, Danica holding, like, a pair of, like, dentures or something. Yeah, if there's and, any
0: artists in the audience, um, hit us up. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. <laughs> but, yeah, Tasha just really just blew it fucking hardcore with that by keeping Fucked him and, uh It's just weird. But she's having fun. I don't really give a shit. Hopefully it all just kind of yeah, out. Yeah, right
1: Joplin Jones way. is being John Paul... Bunyan and like catching fish <laughs> out of the ocean. <laughs> Which I guess could be an attractive, like, oh, he's outdoorsy trait. I don't know. I mean,
0: like, every man on Tinder holding a fish this while they're shirtless. Oh, my God.
1: What's bigger, this fish or my dick?
0: Oh, God, he probably has a massive dick, to be honest. <laughs> like, I can just tell by the body type, like, those type of lean, tall white men.
1: Wow, then he must have really tucked for that Speedo oh, that he's been fair. wearing
0: on That's beach. another good point. Maybe, he, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe.
1: Even though Anyeka was like, I can't stop staring at... J.P.J.'s dick. So, like, maybe there's... I don't know.
0: Oh, man. It feels like a nightmare. <laughs> Living in a waking nightmare. Yes. I can't believe what I'm talking about. I mean, fucking in the beginning of Hannah's season, I literally told the audience, I said, I swear to God, we are making fun of J.P.J. because he was, you know, the worst at first. Yeah. And I said, I, for some reason, feel like he's one of those guys that I'm going to suddenly... Be, like, super rooting for. And I swear to God, if that happens, I'm going to eat my fucking shorts. And then two (laughs) weeks later, I had to eat a pair of shorts live on the podcast. Because Uh all of a sudden, I fell in love with this asshole. And then now, I'm like, I don't even know what I feel anymore. I I, I, Mostly content. I kind of just want to sit in his face. Um, That's a thing I do when I don't want men to talk anymore. But I kind of still want to fuck him. I'll just sit in his face and suffocate him until he can shut up. (laughs) Shut up.
1: Yeah, I'm just nervous about him being deprived of any more oxygen than he already <laughs> has been through his whole life.
0: Oh my god. Why? Literally. <laughs> such, such catty bitches. Okay.
1: That's what y'all sign up for maybe. I don't know. I
0: love it. Um. So... Gosh, that was pretty much it. I think for the yep. first episode, we've also come kind of talked about both episodes, which is great. So we're we're just going by um more like
1: couple character, I guess, yeah, character yeah, development. Yeah, because you guys wanted the JPJ versus Derek. I'm more, if I had to pick a side, if somebody like pulled a gun on me, and they were like
0: pick a side,
1: pick a side, I'd be like team Derek. But then I would immediately afterwards would go like throw up in the bathroom about it,
0: like JBJ would. <laughs> Yeah, classic J P J. You're oh such a John. Oh, oh my, my God, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> oh, I hate this. I hate our life so much. Um, <laughs> I'm being held so hostage funny. by Derek <laughs> in this moment. I feel like we're being held hostage by this fucking production company. <laughs> These assholes are trying to destroy our lives. I can't talk to anyone about anything other than this crap. Um, okay, what's um? What do we only have for notes for second second night? Second night? Oh, okay, how did it start? Um, I'm totally blanking. It's so funny. I watched it literally today. Oh, we don't know. Before we go on, before we go on, we have to talk about the moment between Haley and Blake.
1: Oh my God. I feel like if we open up that cans of, can of worms, this podcast will be have to have two parts. Oh,
0: probably, but <laughs> I just have, I can't, I would be remiss not to mention the best piece of television I've ever seen in my life. I hope it gets nominated for an Emmy. I will be there um, forever for this episode, for this moment. Basically, to set it up, her and Haley and John Paul Jules were having a fight at the bar. Because she calls him out on his, like, fuckery. About it how he was just, such like, a weird her. Fight Yeah, it was a very weird fight. We had Demi behind John Paul Jules just making the, the best faces. By and that was really wonderful. And the only reason we probably saw that scene is because the producers were like, we have to. Yeah.
1: Move over Kim OG. I want Dem OG on the Apple store. Yes. I want some demi emojis.
0: Oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh my god. You're so smart sometimes. It's crazy. Just sometimes. Anyway, so um <laughs> And that was really great. But so Haley was really upset because like she thinks that Jpg like used her, which is like whatever. He used her as much as anyone uses anybody in Bip, which is just like we're all going on dates. We're all fucking soft and spit. Like get over it. Yeah, it's fine. But
1: it's so weird because like I completely understand where Haley is of coming from right. because She'd be mad. John's not smart and can't have conversations with people mm-hmm. about what's going on. Because when she asked him, like, because wasn't she the one who was like. Who's together on the beach? Mm-hmm. And John Paul Jones was like, <laughs> I'm blanking right now, dude. Like, I don't even know. I'm, like, you put me on the spot.
0: That was hilarious. and you remember <laughs> He could not even form, like, an actual sentence.
1: When Hannah and Dylan have been, like, attached at the mouth. They're, like, making out
0: behind him even. And he's just like, <laughs> I don't really he's know. Like, he's like,
1: I don't know if dating. So, like... Like, understandable. John Paul Jones, like, you can't go to him. But, like, so, completely understand where Haley is coming from. But also, like, I don't know. You come in halfway through VIP And John Paul Jones was also, like, I had a strong connection with Taysha. Like, we went on a one-on-one, and it went really well. And I have a strong connection with Taysha. So, I feel like in the beginning, he, like, said that. And then he just never followed through on it. Right. And was like, our date was good. But Taysha and I's date was good. Like he could have like circled back to that, but he, he never gave her the, did. He
0: gave her his rose, which is like another indicator that he's interested in Haley. You know, from Haley's standpoint. So, yeah, but
1: after Taysha already got a rose right. from Derek, I so promise. like who could he have given his rose to?
0: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Could have given it to Mike, damn it.
1: Let's bring Kevin back because I feel like JPJ and Kevin had some weird sexual tension on the beach. Oh my beach. god, you're
0: so. I love how you remember this shit. This is great. I remember uh, anything that's
1: vaguely homoerotic.
0: Fair, fair, <laughs> fair, 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 fair. So, well, and you'll remember the moment when JPG was rubbing down Matt McDonald. It was the best scene ever. I
1: literally wrote about it because I thought it was. I
0: wrote about it in my journal. <laughs>
1: I did, I wrote about it in my dream journal because I thought it was so bizarre that John Bill Jones had to be like (laughs) that he had to be like, out of all the fucking men on this beach, you have the best body? First of all, false. Second of all, (laughs) what's going
0: on? He's like, I can only say this because I'm secure in my manhood. manhood. Not even like
1: masculinity or like sexuality, but I'm secure in my manhood. My dick's not erect for this moment, so I'm secure. <sighs>
0: That's so great. Um, so, basically, <laughs> Haley goes off to cry, and she finds um, the crying corner, which is where Blake has been crying, probably. And um, so she's like, hey, can I cry with you? And he's like, sure. So she's crying, and she starts going on this long tangent about, you know, why do men treat women like this? Why do they torment, why they torment Iconic. us? Why do they torment us? Iconic.
1: Iconic. I don't know. if who wrote that script for her,
0: <laughs> but like <laughs> I need the resume. Yes,
1: I I'm jealous. I could not have written that.
0: She's like, why are they tormenting us? Why do men think they can manipulate us for fun? I liked that element. I really took that for a verbatim quote, you know. Um, and she's just like, this is just so messed up. And the entire time, Blake is just like casually. Kind of touching her knee because like that's all he can do. I when feel anyone's like Blake was
1: dissociating.
0: Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, Clearly, he's like looking off to the distance a little bit, trying to appear uh, sympathetic and sad.
1: But all he's thinking about is all the specific moments of his life where he has done exactly what Haley is do you crying really about. Think to- he,
0: do you think he really had the self awareness to actually think about that, or was I he- think
1: so? I think he had those like you know, like weird oil painting Spongebob yeah. close-ups yeah. of all the times he's like fucked women and like he was like...
0: I don't think he had that awareness. I, I think he was actually just being like, wow, yeah. Like, man.
1: Really? Cause it it's really like, hard
0: to be a woman, but I like, I I'm like a good he, guy. I feel like
1: he thought about all the stuff he did and then immediately was like, I'm closing the door on that. Fuck men. <laughs> because he was like, because he can't like he can think about it, but he can't like hold himself accountable and like grow from it.
0: Yeah, because that's what that would be the weird disconnect for me is that he could have the self awareness to know that he actually has done those things, but then to not really be like to even say that I, maybe even admit that to Haley, like you know what, I really feel that you're really sad about this, but like. Not even, but but and just say like, and I have recently gone through.
1: Yeah, I've been on the other side of it, you know, and
0: I've realized I've done these things, and it's really important that men, you know, mature and grow and like talk about the ways in which he's done that or whatever. But instead, he just stares off in this weird, just like psychotic way, and like pats her knee, and then eventually says,
1: "Fuck "Fuck men," men. (laughs) which is like for all the straight dudes that listen to this podcast. That's one thing you should never say. <laughs> when a woman in con- like in confidence is talking to you about like stuff she's been through, your response should never be, fuck men. That sounds so disingenuous to Cause
0: me. You're, Cause you're a man. You're, you're a, a man.
1: Like, I feel like that was Blake just being like, fuck you, I don't
0: care. It's so weird. He was he did kind of want her to leave. And eventually, um, a woman comes up and starts, like, hugging yeah. Haley, And he's like, thank God. Yeah, he's like, thank God a
1: woman is here to do this for me. I Maybe in that moment, he was like, fuck, I can't give Haley
0: my rose. I know, I... I that's how I thought the scene was starting. And Danica tried to talk during the scene. I was like, shut up. Because um, I was like, I need to hear every ounce of this fucking interaction. Because, yeah, my brain immediately thought, like, he's like, the way he was touching your knee, I was like, oh my God, Blake's going to try to make a pass at Haley. And that's also going to be the most epically awkward thing where she's like crying about how terrible men are. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, let's... Uh, you
1: are not stage, coach. <laughs> uh,
0: and, uh, but then he just does the other thing. And regardless, I, and Justin can attest, I cackled. Like, it was for some reason the funniest thing i've oh, you almost ever were seen in my life out
1: of my chair it
0: was i oh it just was so rich it's just you couldn't
1: it was iconic
0: iconic i mean i guess you could script it because it probably was scripted but like i I was just like watching the most well scripted I. it was, it was just so beautiful so good
1: i you could have put that scene in like oh. the notebook part oh. two for me <laughs> like i don't know And, like, so, like, I'm a Midwesterner, so, like, I have a lot of of friends who are on the Midwest coast, Mm -hmm. so my Twitter is, like, split between all of these time zones, so I feel like I'm a little bit more susceptible to bit spoilers Mm -hmm. than anyone else. I was, like, Jenna, like, because I saw this scene, and... I was so excited for it. So <laughs> and
0: it was beautiful. All yesterday, I
1: was like, Jenna, get, or not yesterday, but all my, whenever it happened, I was like, get ready for this scene. Get ready for this scene. And
0: then when it started happening, you were like, Jenna, this is it. And I was like, okay, I have to. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Danica, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I can't right
1: now. Go suck on Mike's teeth for a second. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy have to watch this. <laughs>
0: Oh my god, this that's great. Anyway, um, fuck me up, man. So good. It was
1: poetry in motion. It really, truly. It was so good. Not not to, like, profit off of a woman's pain, but I did in that moment. It was so good. I was like, thank you, Haley, for hurting, and thank you, Blake, for being so fucking dumb.
0: So dumb. So
1: dumb to not know how to handle that situation.
0: Let's keep talking about Blake. So he's a dumbass. And he, basically, in Tuesday's episode, um, he's staring off in the distance thinking about what he should do with his life. And Christina makes the poor choice of just walking in front of him. Um, <laughs> because apparently that is all it needed for him to go. He's like a T-Rex. <gasps> he sees movement.
1: In Inaccurate science facts to all the paleontologists who listen. Um... <laughs> But he sees a woman move, and he's like,
0: "I must fuck it." Yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for somebody to quote unquote settle down with." He like he says, "Quote unquote," like he's the worst person I've ever met. He said,
1: "I'm going all in. (laughs) I'm about to go balls deep in this relationship."
0: and he has the audacity to fucking try to get it back together with Christina. He goes and says, "Hey Christina, can we talk for a minute?" And she goes, "No." Yes. <laughs> I died. And then I love Christina. she's like, "No, let, let's go talk." And he's like, "I, I want to like talk to you." She's like, "Why?"
1: <laughs> she's like, "Why can't we talk at the bar?"
0: "Well, I just uh I just feel like you were here the whole time." And you're right in my nose, and I really want to make it work, blah, 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 blah. She's uh, admittedly, and good She's for her. She's admittedly defensive, yeah. because
1: let me translate, because I'm fluid in Blake's speak. Yes. I've already fucked you once, um, so I ignored you because I wanted to fuck someone new. But now that I can't fuck anybody new, you're the only one that I have fucked who isn't with a guy already.
0: Literally, literally, that is what he said. Yeah, wow, fluent and Blake and <laughs> uh and it and she, I think she hears that, but she just is like, well, I'm also, I no one else will really fuck me, and yeah, cause she even went on a date with fucking Luke S, briefly when Matt McDonald. Yes, and I feel stage. like they showed.
1: Nothing about that. Yeah. I feel like they showed Luke showing up on the beach. Yeah. They showed Luke eating a pepper. They showed Luke getting a rose from Haley. And then that's all I saw from him, which I mean, like that's fine. I'm well, not asking for more.
0: Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, true. Um, <laughs> I would be so sad if you were. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm not a
1: diehard uh, Luke stan. Uh, right, I but. would,
0: uh, I would, I wanted to briefly mention though, that um, She mentions how Lucas kind of looks like Nick Viall. Uh And he's like, yeah, I've heard that. And she's like, well, you're way nicer and easier to talk to. Today I listened to Nick Viall's podcast. And he's like, oh, that's interesting she'd say that. She's like, And he's like, yeah, when I was The Bachelor, it was probably hard to talk to me because she told me that she slid into my brother's DMs while on that date, like off camera or whatever. And he's like, so yeah. I was probably not the nicest to her.
1: Oh, my God. That
0: was, like, some major tea spill that I just want my listeners to know. I'm doing the good work of listening to Nick's um, podcast so that you guys don't have to. Um, Because I know most people don't like him. Anyway. So, she is, like, nervous about this thing with Nick. Or, sorry. With uh, Blake. Blake.
1: Which, good.
0: Good. But she also is like, okay, I'll do it because I have literally nothing else really going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: she has nothing, which makes me. Like, Danica and I were talking about this because, like, objectively, we think Christina's beautiful, yeah. Christina's gorgeous, Christina's smart, Christina's like funny. She has
0: an interesting backstory, she's yes. all these different things.
1: And all of these men are just like, she's not here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've never, ever seen like a man that's not Blake like pull Christina aside and be like, let's talk. And I don't know if that's like a cut.
0: At risk of sounding really horrible, which this is, like, the entire podcast, um, and I don't I don't agree with this sentiment. I just think that basic-ass men, which is who we are dealing with, we're dealing with basic-type men, Christina gives off some pretty serious resting bitch vibes.
1: I love it. Which I'm here yeah. for, and I'm,
0: like, super insupportive. I'm just thinking, I think most men are, like, I don't, mm. She's hot. I'll do her. But, like, I don't want to, like, Enter into that because she's gonna be difficult. She's gonna expect me to be present and be Ugh. responsible with her emotions and like, which is good. But I don't think these men are capable of this shit. Like maybe Mike was, but Mike is, was focused on other people anyway. But I yeah. So I yeah. think that it's a little bit of a case of resting bitch situation. And uh, I mean, men are dumb. Men are dumb. Yeah. Fuck him in. Um, so, but she does give him his rose, <laughs> and they kind of like, hang out a little bit, and then like the next day, there's the dun dun dun. Bree
1: shows up.
0: Hot Bree comes in. My,
1: I loved it when Christina had to be like,
0: in so front of sad. Blake's face. he's like, just totally thinking about like, did I, did I see her at stagecoach? <laughs> I can't recall. I was really drunk. Um, he he. Unlike previous episodes, he did not exclaim to the camera the status of their stagecoach relationship. Oh my so god! So you will never know, I guess. Um, but uh, he he. I mean, the show fucking of course drew out this drama about whether they're gonna like he was gonna go on the date or not. I I knew uh-huh. in my heart he wasn't. I was giving him probably more credit than he deserved. Yes, because
1: I was like he.
0: He's he might. To, yeah, he might actually do. Watch he that.
1: might. I. It, it might. Be, like, um, Luke was like 95 or 85. I can't remember yeah. the exact number. But he put it close to 100%. Yeah. He was like, Blake's yeah. going to go on this date. And at home, I was like, you're fucking rude. Mm-hmm. Um, 65% Blake's going to go on the date. So, like, I wasn't any better. So, I was honestly shocked. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't, like, pleasantly shocked because I'm not rooting for Blake and Christina. I'm rooting for Christina to, like, grow and, like, move on from Blake. And, like, I I like Christina. I want her to, like, have a supportive person. It's not gonna be Blake. Spoiler alert. It's just not gonna. My third eye is wide open. And <laughs> this I've, isn't it. I've seen the finale and Blake and Christina are not it. <laughs>
0: That's not a real spoiler. That's just oh, yeah. third eye, okay? That's just, I don't know what that is. The third eye situation. I'm attuned, okay. psychically. <laughs> okay. We're a spoiler-free fucking podcast. <laughs> Keep your hippie shit out. Um, so Sorry. No, you're fine. That's maybe probably how Reality Steve finds his spoilers, too, is he goes into his third eye, which is this asshole <laughs> up top. Anyway, I was proud of that. Um, I've been drinking. So tired. Friends. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> but also great and blessed. Um, what was I talking about? Okay, yeah. So Bree shows up. Bree shows up in Blake... Uh,
1: says no, no to the date. No, it's great. Christina's like crying about it and she was like, wow.
0: <laughs> I do. I like how she was so upset when he was talking to Bree, uh, like debating whether he was going to go on this date or not. She was so upset. But then when he was like, I, I'm not going on this date.
1: She wasn't she, happy.
0: Yeah. And he actually had to ask. He's like, you're you're happy right and she's like mm. <laughs> which best.
1: i think is like i think that says it all it really does that like christina was so in her head that blake was one 100 going on the date yeah. like that to me paints a picture of how christina feels about blake there and then when blake was like i didn't go on the date and christina was like she like couldn't She couldn't like understand that he didn't say yes to the date. She was like blindsided from it.
0: (laughs) That's such a weird blindside for what we normally deal with on this show. Yeah, she was like blindsided by somebody.
1: She was Blake. I hate
0: you. That's so good.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Which, Uh, yeah. So I'm like, that's why I'm tuned in. Like. Mm spiritually, where I feel like it's not going to happen. Because I feel like Christina, in 100%, like, she should, she has so much walls up Mm -hmm. around Blake, that Mm -hmm. even if she took the time, like, I feel like it's just not worth it, emotionally, for her to try to give Blake any second guesses. And it's just like, whatever, Blake, you have burned bridges, you have fucked up majorly, you've never once owned up to it. These women don't give you shit, and the fact that I feel like he's trying to manipulate Christina to be like, You've been right in front of my face this whole time.
0: It's like, yeah, of course she has. And also, human decency has been in front of your face this entire time. But you apparently don't see that, so... Yeah. And fashion sense. God, he dresses... He's so fucking... He... You have... To,
1: he loves Forever 21 you,
0: men. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) I see no lies. But he is such an interesting character. He truly is because he was somebody who was beloved on his season of The Bachelorette, but only because the other men were so terrible.
1: And I feel like he may have, uh, again, I didn't watch that, but maybe he let that get to him.
0: he did Because he
1: probably was like, fuck, I have a great reputation coming out of Becca's season. Like... I look so good, so maybe he like his ego Uh got a little big from that, and he was like, "People think I'm a really great guy, Uh so therefore I can like cut some corners. Like, all these women want me. Why shouldn't I have them?"
0: think it's like even half a time a conscious decision i think when men have been praised really heavily either for the a, lowest a, yeah, yeah for <laughs> the lowest thing either their whole life and or even just in one big event like in blake's case for yeah the lowest common like action they can take and they're praised so heavily for it i don't think it even becomes a conscious thought it's more of like they just are truly like i am good and i can just do whatever uh and not not thinking like i can just do whatever who cares more of like they just do whatever they don't think yeah. about the other aspects of it. Because
1: he's probably like internalizing a lot of it and he's like, yeah. Well, I'm a good person. So the so, actions I do, do are good. Are good. Because
0: I am a good person and people love me. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's mm, like buddy. honey
1: boo-boo, it doesn't work that way.
0: Ooh boy. It is funny how quickly the shine wore off for me because I was one of those Blake stands because of that wow. narrative that edit that he got. And then like as soon as I saw him bib, BIP, like the first night, I was like
1: yeah. He it's has just,
0: massive ears. What's wrong?
1: Yeah, it's just like, I feel like Blake thinks that his character can define his actions. Oh. But his actions ha- define his character.
0: Wow. Did you just make that up?
1: I, maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't, I can't say I, that's a complete 100% new thing I've invented. That was beautiful, though. Fuck. Thank you.
0: You're my new therapist. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the new podcast. Justin and Jenna, go to therapy.
0: (laughs) Literally. We should all be... I haven't seen a therapist in a couple weeks, so I'm like... maybe It's
1: my therapy, because I see the shit these people do, and I'm like, I would never do
0: that. Okay, but that's what I love so much, because that is something I've said for years when I've defended my, like, watching of this franchise, is I'm like, it makes me feel so good about myself because I look at these people and go like, thank God I am not these yeah, people. And not, I not, know not that they terrible people, which is I'm, I'm just happy I'm not that But they,
1: their actions are
0: shit. Horrible, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can look at myself and go, wow, I know how to navigate relationships, whether like romantic or not. Yeah,
0: just interpersonal like yeah. fucking communication is like something I'm like halfway decent at because apparently yeah, can... in comparison to these people.
1: Yeah, let me put that on my resume. I have great interpersonal, like, social...
0: I actually like... have that on my resume. I, I say it better, <laughs> but I do have, like, the, the word interpersonals on my resume because mm-hmm. I can interact with people on a really yeah. good level, you know. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Um, what else happened last night that was really fun?
1: Okay, so I do want to talk about real quick. Yeah. So, um, Matt and Sydney. Yeah. Um, this whole I don't kiss on the first date subplot... <laughs> wrecked me in the way where I didn't give a shit about it. I didn't care about it. I didn't want it to be a subplot. Um, it was very weird, but also Matt and Sydney, are they our king and queen of consent?
0: Oh, fair. Because, oh, like
1: right. Matt being, Sydney being like, Whenever you want to kiss me, I'm open for it. And, and then checking. And then Matt being like, Okay, thank you. Can I kiss you right now? I don't give a shit about their relationship, Aww. but I was like, wow, consent is alive and well That's in twenty nineteen. Really
0: sweet, yeah. Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. The note I wrote is so stupid because I was like, Sydney and Matt have a farm, and it's called like consent, and I'm like I was trying to make a funny pun out of it I got because it. of Matt Donald yeah. McDonald.
0: Yeah,
1: I couldn't, but then he immediately like spoiler alert he immediately kisses Bree on the first date.
0: Yeah.
1: So like what's mm.
0: Mm. Oh. Mm. so what's
1: the truth, mm-hmm. Matt?
0: Mm-hmm. Spillity, bitch.
1: Yeah. So Danica was like, is he racist? Does he not like That's Asian so women? That is what I thought too.
0: <laughs> I swear to God. We are.
1: Which is so weird because I don't know anything about Brie, but she looks like she, um one, is either wearing a face that's not her own, two, has had too much Botox, or three, just has the tiniest eyes imaginable because her facial expression is like a mask to me. Yeah. So for that to be the person you're like, I'm feeling something here, I'm like, that's porcelain, babe. You're looking at S- stone, where I feel like Sydney also doesn't have great body language, but she's a little bit more expressive than Brie.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's so weird. Um, both, Brie, both Brie and Matt went home um, on their night ones, respectively, for their season, so maybe there's some kind of weird fucking night shit one, with Night one, like... I can't. It's so we don't care. Um. It was so weird, but
1: also... So, like, that was weird to me that, like, Matt did that. It was also weird to me that Sydney so quickly moved on from Mike, because when Mike was invited to the wedding after party and Sydney wasn't, she right. cried about it yeah. because she was like, this sucks because, like, Mike and I are getting to know each other, and this is time I'm getting robbed of where I can be, like, learning more about Mike and, like, growing that relationship. And then Angela shows up, va-va-voom. Fuck you, Clay. I'm taking the hottest guy on a one-on-one, Mike. And then that date went nowhere. So I feel like it could have been so easy for Sydney to check in on Mike or for Mike to be like hey I did go on that date but like it wasn't good like I would still rather be with you or like I would rather still explore things with you like that
0: I just really I don't, can't understand it I I the wh- thing is I'm starting happened? I'm starting to wonder as much as I talk about online and everywhere about like justice for Mike and all these things it's just at some point I have to wonder if there's like something wrong with him because all of these hot women are going he, he's been on a handful of dates you know here mm-hmm. and he's had all this interactions but then then chase comes this fucking nobody asshole trump um fucking voting uh-huh. asshole chase comes down and then angela's like i want to be with chase. chase yeah it's like wait so <laughs> Sydney had to go to Matt because Mike left her for Angela. But then Angela's like, I don't really. After one date, don't care about Mike, Mike anymore. Either. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Like, is is breath bad. Like, I don't understand what's going on because he seems to be doing well on the dates. So people will make oh, and Sydney's so he's really great. But then it's like,
1: I don't know. I mean, obviously Mike for Bachelor, like I,
0: yeah. But it's like Stan, why?
1: Stan, is Mike. it because
0: these people are racist? <laughs> Wait, that Pos- doesn't make sense because Sydney's also a person of color.
1: I don't know. I mean. Uh, not to get too political on your podcast, but people of color that aren't black can super be anti black. I know, yeah. yeah, I know. There's some fun information that I just peppered in, but here's how <laughs> I feel. So <laughs> real. The more you know.
0: Um,
1: I feel like Mike. I would not want to pursue anything with Mike, because, yeah. So like. Mike, in my opinion, is too intense Mm. and too serious Mm -hmm. for me. I feel like Mike could, Mike would probably scare me off, like, on a one-on-one date. Because I feel like Mike takes things very Mm. fully. You know, his whole thing's like, I'm looking for that...
0: Fourth queen. Yeah, that fourth
1: queen, that, like, fourth pillar. He's, like, so in it, and so it's just, like... This is paradise, dude. I came here to drink a couple of margaritas, mm-hmm. hopefully make out with Wells, even though he's not a contestant. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so real. This is such a mood.
1: Like you feel me? So I feel like, even though oh, all hey, these this people, is really,
0: no, this is good. This is what I was wondering because like there has to be something quote unquote wrong. with Wrong them.
1: with Mike? Yeah. This is how I would feel about it. Like, yeah. I like. I feel like I'm a very romantic person. I'm would. I'm more leaning on, like, the Mike spe- spectrum towards, like, the other spectrum of, like, the Blake spectrum, I guess. <sighs> Even though you really can't compare these two people. No, but I
0: mean, it's a good, I, I, the ending of spectrums. So uh, yeah, to of, be... like,
1: people coming to paradise to yeah. fuck around yeah. versus people coming to paradise to actually try to find love. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Mike is just so intense. It was just, like, I feel like, Mike, love Mike to death, but I feel like Mike would have a way better chance... Like, just meeting people organically.
0: Yeah, I know. And same for Wills. Like, I feel like both of them will will do so much better off of this franchise. Yeah,
1: because I feel like when the, like, focus, like, the spotlight is being being put on finding love. And that's, like, the first foot forward Mm -hmm. is, like, I'm here to find love. This is what I'm about. I feel like Mike just comes off so intense, which for some people can be a a good thing. Oh, yeah. But for me personally, I'd I'd be like, Whoa, dude.
0: That's a really good point. Fuck me up. I just, yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I can't, I don't see how that's not probably what is happening, because it just makes no sense otherwise. Or or maybe, maybe his teeth taste bad. Danica, I'm so sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, maybe they're just bad. Because,
1: like, I don't know, like, like, not to talk about the Bachelorette, but, like, Hannah sent Mike home because she was like, You're looking for this amazing, wonderful lady, and I can't be that lady. So like <sighs> Hannah's whole thing about Mike was like she felt like she wasn't
0: worthy or worthy, whatever. or like
1: yeah. Mike maybe was putting her on a pedestal. Yeah. And she Ooh. didn't feel comfortable with that. Cause like I have this whole conspiracy theory about like why because I knew from the get-go, like I love Mike to death. I did not see him getting yeah, to hometowns. Of course. Yeah. Like, um, so when she sent him home, like I was like yeah, understandable. I know why you're sending Mike home. He's amazing. He's beautiful. He should be the next Bachelor. <laughs> but, like, I understand where Hannah was coming from, and that's how I feel like maybe this is this weird, like, disconnect all these women are having with Mike is that he's just so, like, I mean, putting people on the pedestal is, like, a bad thing. It so is me. bad, yeah, to an extent, so. N-
0: sense, so. Mm. so
1: hopefully he's not doing that, but, mm. like, that's how I feel like Hannah saw that thing is that Mike was so, like, you're amazing. You're beautiful. Like blah 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 blah. And Hannah was like,
0: "Ah, oh, I can't.
1: I can't. Like I'm, I can be a shitty human being." I know,
0: and that I, that really was what was happening. She just really didn't feel like she could do it, and it sucked because she knew that he could give her a good life. That's why she cried so hard. Snot came out of her nose.
1: Yeah, she <laughs> cried looking at those fucking Renaissance paintings. So
0: I mean. That's not a mood. I don't know what is.
1: Yeah. So uh, I feel like, not that there's anything wrong with Mike, but yeah. like, I feel like that's the, the only thing really I can mind. really pinpoint with all these women being like, I had a one-on-one with Mike. I, he's a great guy. And then it's dead.
0: <laughs> I feel, honestly, I feel better now thinking about it in that context because otherwise I was just getting so mad. Like, it just didn't make any sense. That makes way more content more sense. Um and same with Wills. I feel like he um was also just kind of not as serious as Mike, but he was definitely um
1: Oh yeah, Katie's whole
0: He's you know? whole freak oh, right. out about Oh yeah, cuz yeah, she probably yeah. also saw that he was just like very serious and she's like I'm I'm serious and I want a relationship but not like this though, you know. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um okay, I think we should talk about Kalen. And Don- Connor and Dean, and then we'll probably oh be wrapping up because that's am, also how the episode ended.
1: I'm, s- I've been over Kaylin <laughs> forever. I've since forever because, uh, like, what episode one and two? I was like, yeah, Kaylin, you got fucked over by Blake. Like, I'm like, you know, bad girl revenge story. Yes, like, I'm here exactly. for it. Like, yeah. I want you to like. Fuck a man in front of Blake and show him like how it feels. But then she was just like got so annoying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Timmy? She could not stop talking about how every. She plays a very good victim card situation. Like everything is being done to her. Is
1: she the Taylor Swift (gasps) of Bip?
0: Oh, yes. You need to calm down, girl.
1: Because mm. she's so good at playing the victim and like, because one of the things that so I like, love
0: you so much. That's such a good, <laughs> such a good metaphor.
1: Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. Taylor, the Swifties don't at me. Yeah, please don't I'm, at us. I'm so nervous about like the Taylor Swift fans because I feel like they could kill someone and get away with it. <laughs> but I, <laughs> but like I like I don't know. But Caitlin um, one of the things she said was like with all the hell I've been through. And I'm like, bitch, you made out with a guy who had a gross mustache and some guy fucked you after fucking some other lady 24 hours. Like, that's a common thread through so many women. <laughs> that's not hell. That's just being a woman and that sucks.
0: It was me last week. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
1: <laughs> but it's just like, oh my God, Dean was like... <gasps> Oh, my God. Tall, dark, and dumb? Hey, Connor. And it's like, girl, like, you... And then it was so funny because constantly she was like, I don't think about Dean. i moved <laughs> over from Dean. Not to bring Dean up again, but, like, Connor's in front of me now. Like, I don't even think about oh Dean God. anymore. Like, if someone could have so re-watch the episode and tell us if she said Dean's name more than Connor's name and I can I will put 20 bucks down
0: I bet you she did yeah
1: so when Dean came back, I'm like, bitch, this is an easy choice. Just stick it out. Dean, obviously, you care more about him than Connor. I
0: do love all the producers getting all these great sound points. Like, I don't even want to live in a van. <laughs> and like, all these things. I'm so glad Dean's gone. And then, like, literally, he fucking cut to him shaving, shaving his mustache, mustache and putting on a dark shirt, which is, like, with a button-up. Like, thank God, Dean. Just fucking clean your act together, man. You can live a van- live in a van. I do not care. Just fucking keep your shit together. So then he roll really comes down and everyone's like, oh my God. Uh you know, she pulls Kaylin aside to go talk to her and Connor's like I mean like I'm not even worried though because like we have like a really good connection and like I mean whatever, like Dean's a loser and then Kristen's like, um have you met Dean before? And then Connor's like, No And then she's like mm mm-hmm. And that was also probably the most iconic moment I've ever seen, because (laughs) it was, like, such a good shade from Christina, because, like, Connor just has no concept of how charming Dean can be.
1: Well, also, I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but, um, Christina was into Dean. Mm -hmm. Kaylin was into Dean. Mm -hmm. Christina was into Blake. Kaylin was into Blake. Mm -hmm. Christina showed interest in Connor. Kaylin should interest in Connor. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, I don't want to pit women against each other. I don't want to, like, put ulterior motors into Kaylin. But if I was Christina, I'd be like, fuck you, Connor, too. Like, Kaylin, yeah. like, she's going after all the men that I've tried to go after. Now I'm stuck with trying to get roses from Blake because... Like, Kaylin
0: gives like, fucking uh, uh, cock blocking but like, whatever but, the other version is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, like, I can completely understand Christina being very feisty about this whole situation and being like, um, Connor, you're dumb. You don't know what Dean can do. Because she's a little bit, like, annoyed Mm -hmm. at all the shit Kaylin's doing. So, for Christina, it would probably work out way better if Kaylin left or, like, left with Dean. Because if another guy came down the stairs that Christina showed interest in, Kaylin wouldn't be there. (laughs)
0: It's so good. It's so real. Oh, <laughs> God. Kaylin's the worst. Kaylin's
1: the worst. I am sick of her. Also, Connor's boring. Also, okay. don't date someone with the same first letter in your name. Like, I can't handle Kaylin and Connor. Like,
0: Whoa. listen. I don't know. It's just some, like, Strong weird thing. You no, know? that's fair.
1: Yeah.
0: I've known multiple people who've dated somebody who has, like, the same name as them.
1: I couldn't do that's it. That's
0: insane. Could you imagine? I could never
1: date another Justin.
0: And you're, like, fucking them, and you're like, oh, Justin...
1: Oh, me. <laughs> like, would we have to give each other code names? <laughs> oh, Big Red.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: Like, but, like, I don't know. That's just a weird thing about me. It's, like, you know, a little something behind the
0: artist. I guess we, you and I can never date then.
1: Oh, I know. I know. You're so sad about it. I am really sad about <laughs> it. You're my favorite person. Thank you. I don't know. I feel like our names do have a good
0: range, Justin and Jenna. Yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um... So ultimately Blake is like I'm sorry. Oh my god. I know he's Whatever what, what, he the other fuck boy. Weight. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um Dean the, uh, was uh like hey I've like I like I, I left and I went back to America and then I, I went, rented a
1: car even though I live in a van. Then
0: I went to the Grand Canyon and I got really sad uh, cuz you weren't there. I feel like <laughs> it's <laughs> it's
1: so funny. It's
0: just so Honestly,
1: I feel like a lot of the Maybe not a lot. Let me roll back the bus yeah. real quick before I say too much. But I feel like some of the things Dean said, I feel like we're very smart. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. him being like if if I wait until I'm one hundred percent ready for a relationship, I will never date anybody. It's so real. I feel like that was the realest thing yeah. that may have been said
0: mm-hmm. This season. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's, you know, I've... We all, we're all thinking that. Like, I think I'm actually currently struggling with that. Like, if I'm I'm not ready or whatever. Yeah, I struggled with that all
1: post high school. Because obviously, for all of you who've married your high school sweetheart or still with your high school sweetheart, I don't get it. But, like, high school is a very, like, tumultuous, like, relationship experience. Also, I'm queer from mid from a midwestern town so that only impacted it so like i was also in that same mindset as dean like coming out of high school having like these kind of gross relationships being like well i can't date anybody until like my shit's all sorted out until i'm like 100 percent ready and then i was like oh wait that'll never happen yeah
0: especially at your early 20s like you have to you're, that is the time to figure it out and yes you can figure yeah. it out but like you should also be dating because if you're not dating you're not going to be able to figure out yourself within a relationship and it, it's as as a person we have to figure out ourselves in multiple venues like how are we as somebody who's a as a worker how are we as uh, people who mm-hmm. are to just like casual acquaintances how are we within a relationship and you have to figure those out by doing the things right
1: and also I feel like the things that make you not ready for a relationship for a relationship Those are the things that, um, with the right person will make a relationship Mm -hmm. succeed. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, oh, this is my weakness when it comes to, like, uh, my romantic side of life. Like, this is where I struggle. And it takes the right type of person to, like, see those things and be like, I can accept that or, like, I can work with that. Like, that's when you find a relationship that will, like, last for a long term.
0: Or be at least healthy. Uh, Yeah,
1: or healthy for you or, like, Mm -hmm. help you grow. So, I feel like Dean saying that, like, hands down, I was like giving my snaps for I Dean. Know. Like, I'm like, that was a mature thing for him to realize. Mm-hmm. I like, appreciated the fact that he came back. Because he was also like, I was just going to text you after the show. But, like, fuck that. that. It's like, what, three weeks, two yeah, weeks? Yeah, and you're like, going
0: to clearly have a connection with somebody else. And she's like, well, yeah, I yeah, already kind of was. was. with Connor. Ugh, but, like, God bless. I mean, I respected him. No, honestly, this is probably the least. Problematic aspect of this entire two episode arc, um, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as we were just like, hey, whatever, Caitlin's the worst, but like, Dean was doing the right thing, Dean was
1: doing the right
0: and doing what by right by his heart, at least. And mm-hmm. giving, I mean, I, I one would maybe say that it's causing Caitlin emotional distress, which is like unfair or whatever, but I, I think in this case, it's fine, and um, she wants it anyway. Like, come on,
1: yeah, I feel like even if it is like emotional distress, like. Here's, in my opinion, like, the two outcomes that, or the two roads Caitlin can take. Caitlin can either go, yeah, Dean and I do have a really strong connection. This is what I've been wanting from Dean the entire time. It takes a lot of, like, emotional maturity for him to come back, put himself out there, and Mm -hmm. be like, hey, you may have already made, like, a relationship or connection with somebody else, but I still didn't want to, like, wait. Like, here I am. So Kaylin could be like, you know, that's what I wanted. Like this is where my heart is getting pulled and I'm going to take a risk on Dean. She could either do that or this situation could really reaffirm the fact that Dean wasn't right for her mm-hmm. and Connor could be someone she can really invest in. She can be like, you know what? This is like the reason why like we weren't going to work out because you waffle on things that are important to you. Connor and I made a strong connection like you live in a van. I can't handle it if it ocean waters touch me.
0: <laughs> she really can't. Like, oh my god. You know, so
1: like, yeah, sure. She's crying about the situation, but I feel like either way, yeah. it's gonna help her in the end. Sure, it's either gonna help her move forward with Dean, or it's gonna help her be like, no. And make her feelings with Connor or her connection with Connors I that much eye- stronger.
0: I rolled my eyes when you said that only because the alternative answer, the the later option, is a good option. It's a fine option other than, like, not with Connor, though. I just don't think, even Come. even though she's, like, sprung on him or whatever. I don't get it's it. Like a good office.
1: Bachelor Nation, who's obsessed with Connor, I see you. I don't understand you. I could make out with a brick <laughs> and be more fulfilled <laughs> emotionally physically
0: spiritually (laughs) like
1: i don't get it
0: financially Um, i'm
1: i'm so sorry connor or any of connor's friends like i don't know but connor like i don't know if somebody said it on twitter and i saw it but all i can think about is that fucking surfer turtle from finding nemo (laughs) that's all i can think about whenever connor's like talking
0: and he also is, he sounds so, he's like do you should just like go back to his van or whatever <laughs> and you're like are you literally 14? a character of yourself like, like, yeah man. it
1: was so weird and also danica pointed this out which was a very astute con- like she always has those love it bitch. dan dan you're so smart and beautiful I love you but connor cannot ever look at somebody in the eye <laughs> the entire time connor was like talking to like christina and co while dean took Um, Kaylin away. Connor was doing this. She like, like, won't pick Dean, right? Like, (laughs) and it was so weird. It was like, I, your point, my point of contact with you can't be your two nipples. Those can't be the things that are looking directly at me when you have two eyes.
0: I, 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 I blanked out at half this. I was like, I just can't with any of these people. Oh, God. What a what a week of Bachelor in Paradise. It was so weird. We are approaching the finale Um, based on my calculations. And do you have something? Do you have final words?
1: I do have... I have some quick things I do oh, want to yes, say please. before we leave. One... I want in every contract that people sign when they go on Bachelor, Bachelorette, BIP that they cannot use the word clarity. <laughs> I cannot handle anyone saying the word clarity anymore in my ears. Um, real quick, the boom boom room.
0: <laughs> oh no, Justin, I'm so sorry. This is how you had to find out.
1: <laughs> the boom boom
0: room. Yay.
1: Um, I can't. That's disgusting. I'm done with it. Um, the last thing I want to say, I hate myself. I don't know how this happened, but Katie and Chris are my favorite fifth couple.
0: <gasps> wow, you really turned around on that. Yeah,
1: not Gerard Butler is hitting it right for me, he and really Ka- is. and I think Katie is, in my opinion, she's the best woman on that beach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like her crying about Chris going on a one on one with somebody else and being like, "I fucked up. I'm self sabotaging. Got old real quick."
0: But At least it was rooted in some good self awareness. So you know, like yeah. i that. Like I was it like, was
1: yeah, people do self sabotage. <sighs> so like Real. queen of self sabotaging. Yeah. So I love Katie and I think honestly what her and Chris have are it's like really cute no it is because when chris like gave katie when he made that decision and said katie's name i literally was like oh my god yes like i was so happy in that moment yeah. and i had to like check myself so i
0: wasn't even sure actually which one he would choose so that I was like a really beautiful yeah. moment of like oh okay this is like love's happening
1: yeah so like out of everyone on the beach sorry hannah and dylan they're the people i'm the most invested in which is so weird and bizarre and that's that's the last thing I want to say.
0: <laughs> wow. No, I think you're right. I think I'm invested in that one more than, like, really, to be honest, any other ones. Um, we, we will see how it all fucking plays out next week. I saw a bunch of tears. People were really crying, really freaking out. Um, but who the fuck even knows what that any of that means. Um, yeah. Based on my calculations, we just have Monday and Tuesday, which is kind of bananas because I don't feel like we're really ready for it. No. As much as I want it to be over, I'm also like, uh, what? Yeah. Um, I imagine on the second episode will be the night where they actually have the um, overnight dates. So they do like a couple overnight dates. And Chris, since you haven't seen the show before, Chris comes down and he's like, uh, Chris Harrison will be like, you know, if you aren't in a committed relationship where it will lead to an engagement, then don't even bother. <laughs> Going to the fantasy suite. He basically says that, and oh it's kind God. of like it's really like weird because the first couple seasons a bit. He didn't say that, but then ever ever since there was a couple of successful engagements and marriages, mm-hmm. now it's this whole vibe, and it's like it'll put a lot of pressure on some of the relationships. That is like undue and unnecessary, and just like just let's see them in the fantasy suites. Damn it, I don't need to see them. But yeah. like, go. Maybe we're not ready for an engagement. It's like yeah, well, none of you. None are of ready you, for, should, you know, will like, be. It's fine. It's okay. Like no one needs to fucking break up over that. It's just.
1: Yeah, just be like, let's date outside the show and see what where that goes.
0: Anyway, so that's always the weird thing about the finale. But um, we see a couple people get engaged. Um, we see the hands. So we'll see how it goes. I'm very excited about it. Um, this was, like, so much fun. I, um, I'm not gonna replace Danica, but uh, you are welcome. You are welcome literally any time that she is ill, which happens. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if your viewers really appreciated me, I would love to come back. Mm-hmm.
0: Can they follow you on something? They
1: can follow me. I'm pretty much, um, my handle on pretty much everything is just Justin Marinara, like the sauce. Nice. Because that's how people mispronounce my last name. So I just took ownership of it so it. just Justin Marinera you can find me.
0: I'll put in the show notes for you guys to follow him and um, his Twitter is very good <laughs> and um, Instagram pretty good when I I stalked you the other day I liked your old pictures your old pictures um, yeah it's great Thanks very cute um, and you can follow me and Jenna with a smile on all of the platforms and uh, make sure you're following our Instagram date card pod. Um, my memes have been really good lately, but, but people have not been really showing them the like love they deserve, which is like super weird to me. I'm not sure why that's happening. Um, Danica keeps uh, trying to tell me it's like an algorithm thing, but I'm, I really am actually thinking it's Brett Vigara or whatever. He's really chomping my fucking stees, and I'm annoyed by it. But anyway, go like my memes; they're very yeah. good. Memes um, are like
1: Bitcoin. I feel like it's so hard to like you know mine that meme vein.
0: <laughs> really, I think I'm just feeling a lot of fatigue because some of them are like genius and then some of them are not that good. And I think I'm just, I think people can sense that my heart isn't in them, which is really sad. Anyway, guys... My heart's in it. <laughs> i just, I'm so tired. Oh But please do that. Um, please <laughs> review the podcast. People have been reviewing it positively, which is great because we are kicking ass so much. And we love our followers and we love the people are listening. Um, Please share the episodes and let people know that we exist because we do. And we're the best. <laughs> and I'm so excited for next week. Um Yeah. Gosh. I just, I feel like we learned a lot about ourselves this week.
1: Yes, it was so great. Um, Love watching people stumble in love so I can learn (laughs) what not to do. That's Um, real. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Thank you
0: so much for coming. Um,
1: Everyone, give Danica some love. Yeah,
0: we really do miss Danica. And the reason she's not here is because she's actually... A better human than we are, and is helping like other people in need in and their
1: personal lives. And, and that's Danica. like
0: a really cool thing to do. Yeah. So,
1: Danica, you're amazing, you're a strong person, you bite off way more than you can chew. She's not
0: listening, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> she never listens to the podcast.
1: I'm gonna make her listen to okay. this since we live together. I'm gonna play it loudly for her while she's around, and I'm gonna chain her.
0: She's, like, to sleep, and you're like, bitch, listen this is... to this fucking podcast. Yeah. I killed. You did kill. I love you so much. I love
1: you. Oh, I love night. all your listeners. We love you
0: guys. So have a good night, and, uh, Stay safe, I yeah. guess. Bip Bip out. <laughs> I don't know. I got locked out of my computer. Uh, is this a cold clothes? Um. Thank you for listening to Day Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Date Card Pod. On Twitter, we are Date Card Podcast. You can email us at DatecardThe at Gmail make sure you're following your hosts danica is at drunk feminist on instagram and jenna is jenna with a smile make sure you are subscribed to us on itunes spotify and stitcher hey leave us a review this is the final podcast tonight when you are ready